Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. I imagine he's been spent the morning praying at the altar of the footy gods. The Adelaide Crows coach, Matthew Nix, is with us on Crunch Time. Matty, congratulations and welcome. Thanks, guys. I'll try not to have my voice too bad. We didn't party that much, I promise. We, uh, <laughs> but it's been, yeah, it's been a, been a big night. What a great night. Off the boots, what did you think? <laughs> I'd already packed my computer up and I was, I was walking down. It was, um, yeah, off the boot, it was a bit of a boomerang, but. He's, uh, look, if you were to choose anyone to have the shot, uh, he's probably one that you'd pick. So uh, we had faith. We had, a, we had a pretty good chat at three-quarter time as a group and sort of smiled amongst ourselves and said, that, look, this one feels like it's ours. We've done all the work. And I don't know, you just, there's a, those sort of moments where you, where you just feel like it's going to go your way, and that was one of them, even though it did look like it was going out before when he first kicked it. So can you describe how much emotion is wound up in that moment? So you, you laugh beforehand because what will be will be, but is there a surge of adrenaline inside you as it all unfolds? Oh, I think so. I try to hide it. Um, yeah, I, it, I, you can't explain it. I, and I can imagine there are 40,000 of our supporters there that felt the same. Um but you, you, you're helpless at that point. You're standing there watching and you're just enjoying what is a good spectacle. It was a Friday night. Blockbuster, two teams that were struggling on the season. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know what the game looked like because I haven't watched it back yet. But live, sitting there, it was just a good spectacle. It was a great game to watch. Um, and then that moment, uh, the emotion is incredible. We had we had similar in round one and three. You know, we had a show pretty much on the line and we spoiled back and you know the others we're just going to shake around there and see if we can firm up that line Matty because uh, it's just a bit shaky and we don't want to miss the good stuff mm. Jordan Dawson you remember there was one millimetre in it earlier in the match when he kicked from range and it was touched just on the back of the line and it was only the padding on the post that saved uh, uh, the Port Adelaide team from mm. it being a goal against them. I mean, the, the, the ruling is it is the plane of what the chalk of the line is, and it has to clear that. But the padding on the post is considered part of the goal. So, yeah, that was they were stiffed there as well. So they were <laughs> owed one of those kicks. So, Matthew, we've got you back. J- just run us through the sequence of events. Um, Lockie Murphy gets clobbered. It probably looks worse than it is, but his history with his neck, the concern mm. there, who's going to take the kick? Is it in good hands? Is How chaotic's that 90 seconds? <laughs> Up in the box or just on the ground? In the box, we were you – can, you can imagine us – Upstairs as a coaching group, we we know who we would like to take that kick, and our, our first thought was was Murph. Um, you know, we were really concerned with, with how Murph was hit, and he was lying on the ground. This is a kid who's come through surgery, and you know, an operation on his spine, and so that was the first concern. But but then when the doctors had gone out and he was able to walk off, it was really just a frantic. Who can stand around next to Murph while he's no good on the ground, and. And we're probably, to be honest, as, as you know, all our players know, we're, we're kind of uh, amped up about who that should be. Uh, and Dawson was hanging around. Josh Rosselli, I would, I would love to have the ball in his hands as well. You know, even though he's a first-year player, he, he would have loved that, um, I guess, that stage. But 
yeah, to have Dawson there, we couldn't have been more pleased. He was um, he's a pretty good set shot for goal. And is Lockie Murphy okay this morning? Yeah, he is. Look, Murph's okay, and it was it was a, it was a really interesting one because he it was a real stinger. So speaking to him afterwards, he was he himself he was really concerned, and it was probably one of the first really good hits he's taken um, since coming back. Um, so for him, uh, you know, straight away in the rooms afterwards, he was we were chatting. He was smiling, he was feeling good. So that was a really good sign. We'll, we'll see how he pulls up today and over the next couple of days. But you know, we're fingers crossed that, that, that he's going to be okay. Nixie Sando here. Congratulations. I've, I've sat in your shoes. Tell us about <laughs> how good a showdown win is. Well, that, that's my first one, Sando. And I've, I've been on the other side of it. So if you do a comparison, it's chalk uh, and cheese. But, uh, I mean, to be able to walk out on the ground and celebrate with your people, with your staff and your players, and just see the smiles on the faces, but I don't know what the crowd wants in the end, I apologise because it's 40 plus, but yeah, it's an incredible, incredible atmosphere it's um, it's a city where it's one of the most amazing rivalries, and I've been lucky enough to sit on both sides of it as well, but, but sitting in that, the head coaching seat's a little bit different, as you know it's kind of hot um, but yeah, I enjoyed the night, I just loved seeing our people enjoy themselves now, well done, Nick. It was an incredible game and obviously super impressed with your key forwards last night. Lockie Gallant kicks four, Himmelberg kicks four, so eight goals between your tools. Um, what does that mean now for your structure going forward? Well, there's, there's, there's a bit of a challenge coming because the text is ready. He's, um, you know, he has trained harder than I've seen anyone and, and he is our, he's our best forward. He's, a, he's our on-field leader, um, so, you know, our plans were to try and get into that side as soon as possible. We we probably looked at the mix we had ahead of the ball prior to this game and we've, we've been struggling in that area. Um, and we needed to add a little bit more experience to what was a really, really young forward line. We did that last night with Murphy. I mean, and when I say experience, we added 60 games. That's, that's all Murph's play. But that for our forward line, that's, that's a lot of experience. Um, so to have him come in, he just helped straighten them up and, and get them organised ahead of the ball. Um, I, I don't know whether he was the different, whether he lifted Himmelberg, whether he lifted Lockie Gallant by, by having him set up in the right spots or not. But it was so good to see those guys, I guess, respond because there's been so much criticism over the last last week or two around you know our tools. Um, and, and it has, it's been justified in a way. It's, you know, we haven't performed. So I was just pleased for them that they were able to yeah, put a, put a performance out there that they'd be proud of when they walked off the ground. So is Tex Walker ready to play, Matthew? Is it possible you would pick him in round four in the AFL team? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I've, we, we've had a lot of talk through. The, the issue we have is we he hasn't played any footy. So not being able to do any practice matches. There, there is a match fitness that you just can't get other than playing matches. Um, but... I've watched him train, and I think he's, he's, he's been doing everything he can to make a statement here. I think he's really disappointed that he hasn't been out of play, as we all are. Um, and so I just haven't seen anyone train like he has. His lungs have burnt. He's worked so hard. Um, what he gives to us from a lead, on-field leadership point of view is invaluable as well. So we're, we're going to have a look at that. Um, it's great. What, what a great challenge for us now is to you know, be looking at selection and and, and struggling to take someone out. That's where you want to be. We had a we had a performance at SAFL level that we're really proud of. The guys back there had a 
you know, really good hit out. We've got guys stepping up that want to play at the higher level. And this is, you know, this is what brings success is when your entire group of 44 are playing good footy. Matty, one of the things he does do, he, he kicks the ball through the goals <laughs> like like very few key forwards ever have. So he's got that up his sleeve at the very least. Well done on last night. Now, I want to ask you a little bit about the mentors or the people in the box who keep you going because there were times I was watching during last night and, and my feel for the game, it almost got to a point where I was feeling... Oh, it's going against them. Free kick in the middle, that's bad enough. Oh, Schonberg runs too close to the man on the mark, a 50-metre, a goal, another 50-metre. Uh, it's almost a fait complete. What is it like for you in your infancy still in as a senior coach? Who drives you? Who says to you, keep up, keep it up, keep going, keep mm. hammering away at these boys? Yeah, it's a really good uh, observation or a good question because I – I had a, a couple of moments in the game, if I'm honest, where you know, even after the first quarter, I, w- I was quite emotional early. Um, and if, I think a lot of coaches would say they've been in that position. I was writing every single decision. I was, uh, you know, I was finding a way to blame umpires, and I, I'd lost my way a little bit in the first quarter. But I was straightened up by by some you know, experienced guys in the box. Scotty Burns, he's, he's an incredible guy to have alongside. Um, but in saying that, you know, Nathan Verlo's had experience in footy as well. Even though we are a younger coaching group, you know, some would say that we've got a really good balance in there, a really good mix of, uh, you know, they, they can tell me when I, I need to pipe down a little. Um, there's no issues there. I'm not going to bite anyone's head off. Um, but, at, yeah, at quarter time, I, you know, even Adam Kelly, who's our head of footy, he, he does a lot of work with me around my emotion and, and trying to stay calm, trying to stay blue-head in, in those key moments. And we did that, I thought. Even at three-quarter time, we were talking about what our messaging was going to be. Um, and we went down with just a message around trust, which was 100% exactly what we felt. And that was really off the back of the group getting together. And it was just, boys, we trust you. Trust yourselves and enjoy. And, um, and they did. And tell us about the way your midfield played. I mean, you, you went down slightly on clearance numbers, yet you were able to make clearance as a real score source for, you, for your team. Yeah, we're really pleased with our midfield. We probably felt at, at quarter time we, you know, we weren't really getting it done. I thought Matty Crouch had a, a slow start, a slow first quarter, and we asked him for a response, and he then he gave us exactly that, which is what he's done in the past. He's he's incredible the way he steps up. Um, you know what he lacks in speed, he just makes up for in the way he goes about it in around the footy. Um, yeah, but we we were going to bring a fight. That was what we wanted to bring. We. We, we know they're a very good side. Um, they, they, you know, they haven't obviously played their best footy of late, but we knew they'd bounce back after last week, and we knew it'd start in that midfield area. So we changed a couple of things. It, it wasn't really going our way early, and we felt like stoppage was hurting us, and so we just mixed a couple of little things up, and I guess try to stir the pot in there a little, and that that worked for us. That worked for us going through the second and third quarter, and, and then it was really just, I guess. The bounce of the ball towards the end, you know, did we get the luck? Well, you'd say we did at times. I think I heard you speaking before about there were a few decisions we felt maybe the goal line one and a few things like that that didn't quite go our way. Well, eventually they did, which was great. Mm. We, we, nobody really plays man-on-man hardcore these days unless we get an unusual tag. But for the time that they were against each other, how did you see Keys v Boak? Uh, it's funny you guys say Keys v. Boat because it wasn't actually Keys v. Boat. But 
we we went um yeah we went after a few guys we we felt that they had a, they've got a number of guys well they got a lot of guys to play at the end we but we felt there were a couple of guys who we really had to have a good look at um Houston was one of them and Boak was the other one but we didn't go with Keys. No, he stood next but to him what, a few times, and that's I, I'm getting my initial read from that. That's a, they hardly yeah, play no, man I, on man, yeah. No, it's a fair call. We, we talked about that being a you know a t- all team in uh, to get that done, but we um, we said Harry Schoenberg, you know, gave him the job on the night and said that we're all going to help Harry, and then we did a couple other things around Houston, which we were really pleased with where the group and how they got that done. You know, we're able to change the way they played in that space. And, and we're going to have to be that team going forward because we love it. Our, our young guys love that sort of thing. They enjoy a job. They're still learning the game, a lot of our mids, um, you know, and even around that, our high half forwards, high half backs, they're, they're still feeling the game out and learning from experiences. So sometimes giving them a role, giving them a job on really strong players who find the ball, it actually gets them around the game. It, it's less less about thinking how to get the ball and more about just doing your, you know, playing your role. So... That was a real positive for us last night. Lockie Scholl, probably not many will know, but Lockie Scholl was an incredible role that he played uh, in around Houston. Matthew, Sam Edmund here. Congrats on the win. I wanted to ask you about Mark Rusciuto's comments during the week. Now, I know you said on Thursday you weren't surprised and that obviously everyone at the club was on the same page. But as we know, he's a big presence in the city, obviously at the club as well. And anything he says creates attention and news. With the hat that you wear, would you prefer that he not make them so publicly, those comments? Well, I, I won't make a comment around that either because it's not really an area of concern for me. We we are all on the same page. And this is probably my presses during the week. We're all about. I, I talk with our, our all our key stakeholders, so all the execs. Um, I, I talk to everyone, and we're on the same page about where we're at. We're in a we're in a rebuild at the moment. We're we're working with a really really young squad. Um, there are challenges that come with that. Now we, you know, you talk internally. We were having conversations about what wasn't going right in our game and what wasn't going right in our game. There was a lot of it. And what it ends up looking like on a footy field is you can't kick and you can't handle. And we had that conversation in the playing group. We're not executing by hand and foot. And the reason we're not doing that is because it's, it's not because we can't. It's because we're not doing a lot of other areas. We're not playing our role here. We're not in the right position there. You know, we're not, uh, our mindset's in the wrong space. We're playing offense. We're, we're playing best case scenario footy and, you know, we knew we could change that in a week. We we know that that you know, that mindset and ability to play your role is is not something that takes a long time to change. We we've trained it too too much for us not to be able to flick the switch. So so we did that in six days. You know, we turned it around, and that's really what I, I spoke to the media about all week. I said, you know, be careful to write people off. Be careful to judge individuals. You know, we're on the same page as a footy club, and we know we've got to be better. And we were able to do that in six days. Now we've got another challenge now to get up. And and do it again, and, and not stray back to the wrong side again. Did, did Mark have a conversation with you? Say, did he tell you that he'd made these comments publicly? Did you hear them? Did you seek him out? What was the dynamic like between the two of you? Yeah, as I said, guys, I speak to everyone. I speak to every single stakeholder. Tim Silvers and I talk regularly. Mark Rusciuto and I talk regularly. Every one of our board members, I've got a great relationship with our board. That's why we are where we're at. We all know we're on the same page, and we're working through it. Matty, congratulations on last night. Well done. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.